You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio of guest number 597, recorded Tuesday, June 21st, 2016. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and NowMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. StopMotoring.com. All right, ready? Yeah, I am. Here, Here we go. Hey, everybody, it's DB in Arizona talking funny because I burned my mouth on pizza tonight uh, doing the world-famous White Roof Radio. Uh, joining me tonight is a special treat, Just Alex. This is Just Alex. Just Alex. Chad's, here. Chad's busier than a one-legged man at a piloting contest at the shop. Todd's busy getting ready for uh, MTTS. And Alex had stuff to talk about. I had stuff to talk about. Um, so we thought we'd go and do a show. Uh, yes, that's nice. Uh, I have DB all for myself. so that's uh... <laughs> Oh, that's awfully sweet. I feel really privileged right now. <laughs> um, and actually, the main reason why we're doing the show is that Alex wanted to actually talk about the Countryman E that got announced on Motoring File this week. Um, and maybe a little bit of follow-up on the Countryman announcement that we made with Gabe last week's show on 596. And I wanted to talk to Alex about his new car. Yeah, so after uh, after a couple of uh, months <laughs> without a car, it was only was only a few months without a car, really. Yeah, uh, I finally uh, g- get back into something else. So uh, so I'm pretty excited. I'm back in the back in the mini family. So uh, some, some people here I've known for a while, but uh, yeah, I'm back in the mini family, and I guess now we have two JCWs on the show. That's right. Uh, so with, uh, Todd, Todd won't be Todd won't be the only one saying, "Oh, I have a JCW." Oh, by the way, I have a JCW. Did I tell you about my JCW? I have a JCW. Hey, did you know I have a JCW? There's a JCW <laughs> at my house, the one that I own. So it won't just be Todd. Now it's going to be Todd and Alex. They're going to be impossible. You watch, yeah. and, watch and see. Yeah. yeah, no. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. So I don't know, DB, if you wanna, if you wanna jump on it now, if you wanna talk about a little bit about the weather first. Uh, you know, it's uh... <laughs> we don't need to talk about the weather because <laughs> it is hot. I'm in Arizona. Um, we've had triple digits. Um, over 110 for the last three days, and it's going to continue. So we're summertime in Arizona. You're in Boston, Alex. How's the weather in Boston? Yeah, the Boston. The, actually, the Boston. The the weather in Boston is pretty. It's pretty crazy. It's actually much warmer than in San Francisco. Mm, uh, it's uh, it's summer before the summer, honestly. But it's uh, it's nice. It's really it's really really nice outside. So I'm nice. kind of happy to be in Boston, but. Uh, Always excited to be to go to going back home. Like I really like San Francisco. Like I really love the city. So, uh, yeah, and I want to drive my car also. Well, of course, we're gonna to get to that. We're gonna talk about the news from MotoringFile.com. We're gonna to get to all that short show tonight to make up for the long show last week, guys. So I'm taking it easy on you. We're gonna to get to all that as soon as I remind you about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. <clears throat> Let's remind you about our friends over at uh, OutMotoring.com. Which Todd did last week by just dropping in an old ad, which is great. Outmotoring is a good place for tires. But you know what else Outmotoring has? If you have an R52 and R53 all from the first Minis, you can go over there and get a Wiseco piston set because, you know, you're, like, getting all the boost and you need beefier pistons. You can get them. Outmotoring.com. See, not just normal stuff, guys. You're going to mod and tune your car. Outmotoring.com is a source for you. I'm not kidding. Get over there. Check that stuff out. Says so that the price of those pistons are well, about 500 bucks. Free ground shipping. Hello. Done. Um, not only that, but uh, a complete line, like I've mentioned before, of the Grits, gra- of the Grits Garage uh, car cleaning products. He's got a whole starter kit for you. Set up, ready to go. That crazy mini Bluetooth speaker that kind of looks like a rear view mirror. 
Aaron's got it over at outmoding.com, plus really cool-looking aluminum oil caps for the first-gen minis. They look super rad. I would totally put one of those on my car if I still had my if I still had Roxy. Um, all that available, plus so much more over at outmoding.com. Uh, click on over there. Don't forget, make sure you sign up for the email newsletter. That way you save 5% off your order by using your own personal coupon code that comes in the email newsletter. Super awesome. And, and don't forget, too the new products page, which I'll probably link up in the show notes. Um, he's up to now adding a thousand new products every month. Aaron is out of control. That's why we say he's the amazon.com mini Cooper stuff. Go over there. If you need something for your mini, you need something that's mini related for a gift for your friend, for you outmotoring.com is a place to go. Just trust me on that one. Not only that, remember MTTS right around the corner. I think you might still have time to get over there and get like a mini hat, shirt, shoes, watches, what all the, you know, the lifestyle products that you want. So you can look like a mini person during May takes states. You probably have enough time to get your order in and get it before May takes the states, but you're going to have to order quick. Do not delay. And that of course is over at outmotoring, outmotoring.com mini performance speed and uh, yeah, Bluetooth speakers. That's outmotoring.com. <clears throat> Maestro. Oh, wait, that's me. Boom. <laughs> exactly. So last week, um, the boys soldiered on without me, and they spent a fair amount of time talking about the new Countryman, which is really cool, and I know everybody's really excited about that car since it's based on the new UKL platform, which is essentially the BMW X1 and the current F56 car. Um, but there was something in that press release that Gabe posted that I wanted to discuss further. And because I still don't believe it. And Alex, what is it? Uh, the diesel is happening. The country and diesel is happening no. again. No, <laughs> no. So this this particular uh, countryman, they actually have built it in such a way, so we're told, or so I've read on motoring file, that they can accommodate a urea tank in the car without having to do a major redesign. It's like, okay, if we're going to sell a diesel in the United States, it has to have the urea tank, so let's go ahead and build that into the design. Now, according to what Gabe's posted over here, that's what they've actually done, and according to what Gabe's posted over on motoringfile.com, is that a uh, diesel countryman is actually supposed to land in the United States. I don't buy it. Well, I mean, it's been it's been honestly uh, a long time coming for the diesel. Um, I, I think uh, you know the couple of uh, couple of BMWs that are diesel, right? right. Uh, coupled with the fact that um, you know with the, the shared platform between between Mini and BMW, it sounds like the economics are finally making sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it, what's interesting is that it's coming at a time where. Guys' prices are still low, although they've been increasing, you know, steadily over the past couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where, you know, people are buying SUVs mm-hmm. like Gangbusters uh, and you know, petrol engine SUVs. So it's uh, you know, I mean, the if this really comes out, like the uptake is going to be something interesting to look at. Uh, personally, like I, I don't get. The excitement about this all. Like, I would, it's... I would rock this car all day long. Um, from what we've seen of the new Countryman so far, I think it looks like a pretty good-looking car. But I mean, to have a car of that size, right, with the ability to get pulling down fifty-nine miles to the gallon, that's pretty strong. I mean, that's that that is that is really really strong. I mean, I I, I remember still my you know one D. I was able to do. I think the the best the best ever that I've done was six. Uh, wait, am I? 
I want to make this right, the math right. Yeah, like six six hundred and forty miles on one tank. Yeah, that's really that's impressive. That's that's and I was driving like a grandma. It's just for the set. Uh, it's just for the sake of setting a record. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, it's not. I mean, if you know, if for economy, for for fuel efficiency, it's amazing. It's amazing, and also it pulls. You know. It pulls, you know, fast. I mean, it's uh, it's not diesel. It's not a slow car by any by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Um, but like personally, like me, my my preference is like it doesn't matter too much. Uh, I prefer the sound of a regular engine. Sure. But uh, yeah, I can understand like the the excitement for it. Like yeah, you would you would get one dB. Like if oh yeah, this oh, I mean, with the specs like this, it's a hundred hundred sixty eight bhp, and I don't know what that converts to regular horsepower, like imperial horsepower. But one hundred sixty eight bhp at four thousand rpms, really low rpms, and has two hundred sixty six foot pound of torque at fifteen hundred rpms. That's pretty good. That's really that makes it fun to drive, and it makes it so you can pull a Sherman tank up a forty five degree incline. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's no, that's pretty good. So I mean, that's I'm, pretty good. I'm still not buying it. I still don't think they're bringing this car to the United States because I haven't seen an actual, <laughs> I haven't seen a press release on with Mini USA's letterhead at the top saying, "Oh, by the way, Diesel Countryman's coming to the states." But if it does come, I'll be excited. I won't be in line to buy one just because I just gonna, won't because it's going to be it'll probably be expensive. Yeah, yeah, I wonder how much this car is going to fetch though. Like it's uh I should probably look this up online on the on the French website how much it costs, but uh, no, it's not going to be a cheap car, that's for sure. No, I don't think so either. So anyway, that was one thing that the boys didn't talk about, so I thought I'd weigh in. Um, otherwise, I'm just as excited as everybody else for the Countryman. Yes, I mean this. Uh, the car has been it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, I think what Todd said last week is that they're accelerating a little bit the. Uh, the schedule to uh, account for, you know, like really the big trend in sales of SUVs. And also, if you look at the countrymen comparing to uh, the rest of the lineup in the showroom, like it's aging. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's aging. It's aged a lot, uh, especially on the inside. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be exciting. And perhaps that could be the first we need to support our CarPlay. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh, so that'd be nice, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've been playing with it um, for the past two weeks, and again, I, I've said this I think on the on the on the last two shows. It's uh, it doesn't do many things, but the few things it does, it's pretty amazing. There you go. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, what were good. you playing with uh, car playing? So, uh, before I get my car, uh, I have a couple of clients in South San Francisco and in San Mateo. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to drive up to the client, I use a Zipcar, which, by the way, is pretty good. I mean, I didn't think Zipcar was, was so easy. It's really, really easy, and it's not super expensive. Oh, okay. And so, I always manage to get a Golf because I want to get hmm. CarPlay. Right. And so, for the past two weeks, I've been playing with CarPlay every time I get uh, the Golf. And it's uh, it's fun. I mean, the GPS is amazing. Siri works really Really well, uh, you know the only app, the only third-party app that is interesting in there is is uh, Overcast. Right. Uh, but, nice uh, that Overcast no, it's, is it's in there. O- yeah, o- all around it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty pretty solid. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. Very nice. <clears throat> Pardon me. You have to forgive me. It's a burnt pizza. Um, let's move on, shall we? More countryman stuff. This just came out this week, um, and that is the announcement that there's going to be. Uh, a, 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 a plug-in hybrid countryman. A plug-in hybrid countryman. Yeah. So uh, that plug-in hybrid is basically what what Gabe says. So that's an exclusive, like from Motoring Val, by the way. Right. Um, what Gabe says is that the Countryman E, 
as you know Mini is going to call it, right. uh, will basically be an electric car, and the range will be about 24 miles, uh, like pure electric, 24 miles, uh, at about um, 50 miles per hour. Which is speed limited, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know what it means is that if you look at you know the if you look at the, I guess the average speed in uh, in an urban environment, uh, you could have pretty much a countryman running on hundred percent electric like most of the time, right? Which is pretty cool. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, uh, I just cool. I I can't imagine that many people using a countryman in an urban environment. No, I. I, 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 it's going to be, yeah. I mean, in an urban environment, like I, well, I can see, maybe San Francisco is a little bit different because I see a number of countrymen on the streets, but, uh, but mostly parked on the, on the, on the, um, you know, on the sidewalk. It's mostly, uh, mostly F56s, R56, R56s, and not so many countrymen, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I know, for instance, my mother is looking at a countryman right now and mm. she wouldn't go for this. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's, so so we're told so we're we're hearing 24 miles on a straight electric. Now the thing about it being a plug-in hybrid, that means that you go it goes both ways. So not only does it have the electric motor, but it also has the 1.5 liter turbocharged engine. I'm presuming it's the one out of the Cooper. Yeah, so I think if I look at the specs because uh, it's 136 horsepower with 162 foot-pound of torque, so that's roughly the specs of the Cooper motor. So they call it the BMW yep. twin power turbo engine. Um, yeah, and so that'll also drive provide um, you know motivation for the car should you not have enough juice in the batteries. I wonder how much heavier it's going to be with the batteries, though. I don't know because the, the we don't countryman. have that information either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Countryman is already an mm-hmm. an heavy car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has has the same engine as the hardtop, so you know it's it's it and it's not this. I mean, it's it's peppy on the on the Cooper, but uh, on the Countryman, I don't know how peppy it's going to be. You had this weight plus the yeah plus the weight of the car. It's uh it's yeah, and, uh, I don't know. It's going to be curious, and interesting. It'll be curious to see what kind of performance you get out of this um, electric only as well, because it's going to be an electric motor. It's going to be right above the rear axle um, with eighty eight horsepower, but it's got one hundred and twenty two foot pound of torque. So it's not going to be a barn buster on electric power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So DB, for some of the people listening to us, can you can you clarify what's the difference between an hybrid and a plug-in hybrid? So a plug-in hybrid, you can actually you plug it in to charge the battery, and it will run electric only. Um, a regular hybrid, like a Prius, for example, it goes both ways. So you don't have to ever plug it in. It only takes the 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 car's uh, gasoline engine charges the batteries, which then power the electric motor. Now you can still switch to full electric mode, but there's no option to plug it in and charge that those batteries direct. That's mm. the difference. Mm. All right. Yeah. So, so this I've... is going to be set up more like the i8. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or the, or the i3 than a Prius. Which, by the way, i threes like dealers are selling, uh, uh, discounting like gangbusters because nobody's buying them. Well, the, nobody's buying them where you are. Can't swing a dead cat in Arizona without hitting one. They're everywhere out here. Really? Yeah, it's wow. amazing. I see i threes all the time. I don't know why because I still think it looks like a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> oh, horrible. I, I see them a lot also in San Francisco, but it, you know, San Francisco is San Francisco, so all the. 
you know the right. hipsters are buying i3s i guess yeah so but, uh, really quick the though. range is the range is really is, is really not great the, well the range isn't great but that's because it's a plug-in hybrid and they're probably trying to keep the weight low by not putting in too many batteries now what this mm-hmm. electric engine is actually going to really what it's really going to make this car shine is that when you put this thing in sport mode and you turn on the driving experience control what happens is both the gasoline engine and the electric engine operate at the same time. Oof, that's nice. Right? So all of a sudden you have 120, 136 horsepower plus 88 horsepower going at the same time. Which yeah. Which probably gives uh... you just under 200. So it's probably about 175, between 175 and 190 actual usable horsepower. Not to mm-hmm. mention the boost in torque mm-hmm, coming mm-hmm. out of all four wheels. So we oh, don't have good. we pretty don't good. have actual statistics or, or numbers on this yet, but it's going to be pretty amazing once you. I mean, if you're going to want to get a performance based <laughs> countryman, it might actually <laughs> be the countryman e. I, I wonder if they're going to offer. Uh, I don't know if Gabe mentions it in the in the article, but if they are going to offer all four on the e, I don't think so. Well, and it's it, going to be a very heavy car. Well, it kind of is all four because the rear the electric motor drives the rear wheels. Okay, okay. So uh, I, I'm not really sure how the whole system's going to work, but it's already kind of all four, kind of. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Anyway, that'll, so, that'll be part of the Countryman <laughs> rollout as well. Yeah, so I was uh, one last thing. I was looking at sales of um, hybrids in the U.S. I mean, all hybrids, including plug-in mm-hmm. hybrids, battery EVs, and, and, and Tesla. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like the... Except Tesla's, the, not, Tesla's not a hybrid. It's not. It's not. So it's full Tesla is like part the of the, Leaf. Of the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Tesla is part of the like the analysis that I found online, and so Toyota by you know by I think by a long stretch is like the highest seller of you know hybrid-ish electric uh, cars in the U.S. Okay. Um, and so hybrids have been the sales of hybrids have been tanking since 2011. Yeah, since 2011. Yeah. And plug-in hybrids, um, so again, going back to the hybrids, they were growing at about three, two, between 25 and 3% uh, in 2011, and now they are between 1.6 and 2.2%. Um, and plug-in hybrid uh, are basically f- almost flat, so uh, almost other, at 0% growth. What other plug-in hybrids are there, Alex? Uh, I don't know. I'm I looking at. A, I think there's a Ford. That's a plug-in hybrid. I think <laughs> I don't remember if Toyota does one like on one of their bigger trucks, like the Forerunner. I don't recall. I don't keep up on that very much. It's it's not that terribly important. <clears throat> but something to something else to think about is how much were we paying for a gallon of fuel in 2011 or 2010? Probably three dollars and a half. Yeah, or something. we were paying between three fifty and five dollars a gallon, depending on where you were. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and now. So I- <laughs> I don't think short of San Francisco and Chicago and maybe some parts of L.A. or um, I, you'd be hard pressed to spend more than three dollars a gallon for fuel right now. Mm, interesting, because yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. paying two dollars yeah. and thirty cents in Arizona, but I mean I've got cheap gas like Todd does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's yeah, you're right. Um, but so, so it's it's interesting to look at this to see where the car could fit. So I can tell you what plug-in hybrids they are on the market right now. Yeah. Do you have the McLaren P1? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> coming, in, the... coming in at a solid million five, the McLaren P1 is your <laughs> n- the new plug-in hybrid for you. 
Then you have the uh, a little bit less expensive, the Porsche 918 Spider. Uh, I forgot about that one as well. Yes. Okay. Uh, then the magnificent Volvo XC90 T8. Really? Uh, yeah. It comes in a plug-in hybrid version. Oh, interesting. Then you, then you have the legendary Toyota Prius. Uh, Mercedes S, S550, Mercedes C350, mm-hmm. the Porsche Panamera, the Porsche Cayenne. you Cayenne. get the Panamera as a... As a yeah. hybrid? Porsche Panamera SE hybrid, uh, $93,000, and it's uh, 16 miles in electric plus gasoline, I think. And a car that everybody hates. Yes, exactly. Uh, Porsche Cayenne SE also. Another uh, car that everybody hates. Hyundai, Hyundai Sonata plug-in hybrid. Oh, I had no idea. There is one, two Fords, like the Ford C-Max and the Ford Fusion. Yeah, the Ford Fusion, I knew they had a hybrid version. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because that car only comes with like a thimble for a fuel tank to begin with, anyway. <laughs> then you have the Chevy Volt, obviously. Oh right, um, the car that catches on the, fire as soon as you drive it outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Cadillac uh, ELR, oh, um, right. the BMW X, X5 X Drive 40e, okay, the the i8, and the uh, Audi A3 e-tron. So oh, good, I forgot uh, about that. That was a car that they showed at the end of Iron Man 3. Yeah, so that's actually, when you look at those cars, uh, there is not really, I mean, except obviously for the McLaren P1 and the Porsche 918, <laughs> that doesn't seem to be something fun to drive in there, and obviously the i8. So, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's a good spot for the, uh, for the, for the countryman. And also, that doesn't look... Really ugly, right? Uh, and so, except for the Audi i3 A3 e-tron, looks pretty good. That looks pretty good, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, uh, I mean, obvi- yeah, obviously, the McLaren looks pretty good too. But all the rest of those are just kind of boring snooze fests. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. the the Porsches. I mean, that's just a matter of opinion because I actually don't mind the Panera, Pan, the Panamera body shape, but I've never been a big fan of the Cayenne. And mm-hmm. all the rest of the cars are just kind of like boring sedans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Chevy Volt is not that great. The two Fords are not that great. Hyundai uh, is boring. No, no, so. I changed my mind. The Ford Fusion, if you tilt your head just right and squint <laughs> it, and you're far enough back, it kind of looks like an Aston Martin. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. But you get, I mean, uh, you get, I mean, if the sun's in the right spot and you tilt your head just so and you squint. And, and you just woke bit. up. And you just woke up and you hadn't had your coffee yet. And maybe, you know, somebody spun you around three times really fast to get you a little bit dizzy. And then... <laughs> If you look at that Ford Fusion, you kind of go, yeah, is that an Aston Martin? And then as soon as you, yeah. your head clears, it's like, oh, wait, no, it's just a Ford. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny. Like, every time I see that grill, I think of an Aston Martin, which is pretty sad for Aston Martin, by the way. But yeah. that's... <clears throat> I I, I've, driven, I've spent a lot... I've spent 1,500 miles in that car, and it's not it's not horrible, except the interior has way too many buttons. I think I talked about that on a show a long time ago. Yes, the, you did, yeah. The yeah. control surfaces in that car are ridiculous. It has something like 150 different buttons on the interior of that car. Wow. It was ridiculous. Okay. I mean, I, was in, I spent a lot of time in that car, so I was like, oh, let's start counting the control surfaces. And so I counted most of them. And that counts the, the controls in the door and in the center console. But everything that the driver has access to, it's like 150 buttons. It's truly ridiculous. What I'm really surprised by is that I thought there would be more than one Toyota in there. It's just the the Prius. I thought at one time didn't Toyota make a didn't they make a Forerunner hybrid? Yeah, I think they used I, to. I think they used I don't to. I don't probably, see on this the take rate on it was probably really low because everybody's all, "Why do I want a Forerunner that's electric?" You know. Mm-hmm. So they probably just went, mm, "No, we'll stop making it." And they probably just let it fall off quietly. 
Yep. Yeah. Probably, so, probably. Anyway, the Countryman E looks pretty exciting. Um, I, I'm, I think there's a higher chance of a Countryman E showing up than a Countryman uh, D. So keep an eye out for that. We'll, have, uh, <laughs> we'll share more as we know. All right. So mm. end of the news. End of the news, yeah. There was, uh, there was a short week uh, in news. I mean, there's the Minivision 100-whatever, but everybody hates it. So Everybody uh, hates it. Uh, we, were gonna, we, we thought about talking about that, but I haven't had a chance to actually read up on it very much. And it, it just, it's, a, it's a car for the auto shows, you know. It's a, it's yeah. A, I don't know. I mean, there are some interesting things in there, I would say. Uh, a car like when, that when would never get built. Yeah, obviously. But when you get a chance, look at the video because the video is, is interesting. And, and I think there are some design cues, obviously, that will be probably used in the next generation's mini. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's interesting. Like, uh, there's a lot to say about like mobility around it and, and the way probably BMW is thinking uh, about the future mm-hmm. as opposed to being a future where they only sell cars and but also provide mobility services right so uh, in that aspect it's uh, it's interesting but it's funny if you if you look at it just right off the bat it looks like that um you know the other concept yeah the first concept that rover yes. made yeah yeah, yeah yeah it looks like that it looks very similar yeah very yeah. similar to that yes i agree you know a concept that i really liked and and there's one feature on that's one concept it was the the, the clubbing concept the very first, and that's the car. It's like, whoa, that was amazing, and that pretty much looked like that when it came out. But they had these seats, Alex. I don't remember if you remember, but the the clubbing concept had like these floating seats. Yes, yes, yes. Right? yes I remember. I'm like, going to pull and, and I forgot where I forgot how they connected. But if you just looked at it, it's just like, oh, there's no support for the seat. That looks super rad. They're just kind of floating there. That is a feature I wish somebody would put in a car because I think it's really cool. Yeah, did they, did they call it the? You mean the concept, the the Clement for the the uh, the current one, right? Not the previous one. Yeah, for the R fifty five. Oh, the R fifty five. Yeah, right. I think they call, didn't they call it like the Traveler? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. I think I have some pictures here. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, but that had the, the crazy seats. I just remember having crazy seats. And I thought it was really cool. That was on the R55. Yeah. So I mean, that was a million years ago. Because, I mean, it was a million years ago. We'll worry about that later. Um, but so into the news. End of the news. Let's uh, remind... I think I have a picture you, that's... Yeah, go ahead. Go and share it. I'm gonna, while you look for that picture, I want to remind everybody about you know, one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the White Roof. Our friends over at Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com. Uh, they have all the cool stuff for your mini. It's the stuff that you want. It's all computer con- computer drafted and made of unobtainium and really awesome stuff. Uh, if you have a first gen or second gen mini and you want a dipstick that you can actually read and one br- won't break, CravenSpeed.com. You have an F56 intake done. CravenSpeed.com. You live in California and you don't want to drill holes in your front bumper to mount the license plate. You go over and get the platypus mount, plus a whole bunch more, like the FlexPod adapter, one of my favorite pieces. All of that available over at CravenSpeed, CravenSpeed.com. Don't forget, when you get there, they can also sign up for the new email newsletter. That way, anytime something new happens on CravenSpeed.com, you get notified right away, which is, yes, those seats are so rad. I'm going to make that the image for this week's show because um, it's super awesome. Uh, anyway, CravenSpeed.com, sign up for the email newsletter. That way you'll get notified whenever you know new stuff happens on the site. Of course, if you place an order, it's really nice if you leave a comment in the comment section on the order form. So thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being CravenSpeed. CravenSpeed.com. Go check them out, please. Or, you know, buy CravenSpeed stuff from Chad at Detroit Tuned. Or buy CravenSpeed stuff from Out Motoring. Doesn't matter. Just buy CravenSpeed stuff. 
People, I am going to buy Craven Speed stuff, so go Al- buy Alex Craven has a stuff. huge wish list of stuff for Craven Speed. As soon as I shoot Kellen an email, uh, Alex <laughs> is going to be placing a giant order at CravenSpeed.com. For all the all things. Right. Because, all the things, everything. All the things, because, 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 our man Alex has finally managed to put himself back into a mini again. Yes, after I think the last minute I had was back in 2012. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, after four years without a mini, I'm back into uh, into the brand. And uh, I got to say, honestly, there wasn't, I mean, you know, I've been thinking long and hard about the G, the Golf GTI and the Golf R, but uh, the fun factor is a little bit different, although I, I prefer the technology more in, on the, in the Golf, but the fun factor and the size also, it's just not the same as in the mini. And there's something to say also about the, the community overall. Um, and again, like, you know, JCW is something that I, I think it's a car that I wanted to own at least once in my life. So, nice. uh, so here it is. All right. So Alex, let's have the rundown. 2016 mini Cooper JCW. What color? Uh, rebel green, because oh. rebel green is the only right color for a mini nice. JCW. I'm sorry, Todd, but it's not, it's not chili red. Yeah. It's a uh, rebel green. No, you did well with rebel green. And of course you got a white roof. Uh, I did not. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got a black roof on a rubble green car? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I, I couldn't handle the white roof for some reason. Oh, because it looks awesome. Yeah, I, I know, you, but like, I have don't a hard have time the, with the white. No I don't way. know why. Dude, it, look, it, would look, it would look awesome. My car is green and white, and it looks amazing. Yeah, I know. I kind of, And that's why I'm still like wondering if I should ask Todd. I didn't want it white. So this, is, this was well, the reasoning. Because like, what you can do of, is you can just have Todd wrap it. Exactly, but I didn't want the white one. I wanted the pepper white version like they did on the oh, WC50. Oh, that would look nice. Yeah, so that's yeah, why I thought, okay. you know, if I wanted black, I have it black at least. And if I wanted white, I don't want it actual white. I wanted pepper, pepper white. white. So Todd, Todd can totally wrap that for you. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Sunroof? No sunroof? Uh, yeah, sunroof because California. Because California, okay. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's got all the JCW bits. Did you get the JCW exhaust? No, I didn't because uh, it's already a lot of money. Yes. So uh, I didn't get as good as the deal as Todd got. I got a pretty decent deal for San Francisco. Okay, but it's uh, it's yeah, it's it was still a stretch to get the the exhaust. Um, and again, like what I the, the, the you know the the base exhaust is pretty good. I, I think Sounds it's really as, good, and it's kind of unfortunate. It's probably as good as it was on the uh, R fifty six S. Yes. Like with every single generation, that exhaust is becoming quieter and quieter, which is sad in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I keep hearing, like you can see, you can hear on the street, and, I, and I'm sure you know this, to be like you can really hear uh, without even looking at the car, you can know just based on the sound of the exhaust whether or not you have an R56 coming or an R53 coming. Yes, but the right. uh, F56, you can't hear anything. Yeah. Do you got um, automatic or manual transmission? I got a automatic transmission, and I'm not afraid to say because I think it's the best uh, transmission for the car. I don't in, think it's in the F56. I think, uh, I think I'd have to agree. Yeah, I don't think it's. Uh, I you know I and especially after so I I drove the the Porsche Cayman a couple of times mm-hmm. over the last twelve months, and that gearbox is so it's so good. I mean, it's really really good. It's the best manual gearbox I've ever driven, wow. and I've d- driven a lot of them. Right. Uh, and so that me- the memory of that gearbox in my hand and in my feet is hmm. 
like you know it's like it won't go away so having anything that is not as good as this one is very difficult and i know the f56 is not as good uh and plus you know california traffic san francisco hills right like it didn't make sense to get manual so i I got automatic so so you chose wisely there and you get the all the technology right yeah so uh the the you know what like the uh Mini connected slash uh, the nav like is not so bad. I mean it's hmm. it's not great. Okay. Uh, but I have to say, so I used to have like mini connected on the uh, R fifty six and it was pretty slow. So this one is fairly fast. Like it's pretty peppy. Okay. And um, you know when you use Johnny Mate as Todd recommended, uh, really to enter an address like it's it's super fast because you because the Journey Mate. Probably, I mean, I know it does, but uses the uh, Apple Map API, so okay. it's researching like from the map directly, uh, and it just you send you just send to the car. It takes a second, and boom, it's in front of you, and you just start navigation. Okay, nice, uh, but it yeah. works well. And yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, the, the good thing is that uh, what I've been doing for the past, uh, I mean, I only had it for a couple days, but I've been comparing like every single route given by the GPS to Waze because the mini GPS has, uh, you know, live traffic information. Mm-hmm. But I, for some reason, I have this assumption that it's not as good as Waze. And pretty much every single time, like, Waze gave me the same route with the really? same time. So, yeah, I'm, you know, I actually ditched Waze. Like, I, I removed it from my phone, same as Google Maps. Wow. Um, did you get the JC, did you get the HK stereo? I did. Good man. It's really good. So did you, did you just pop in the premium package basically which to get yeah. the comfort access and the storage package and then the sunroof and hk yeah yeah talking about comfort access like you don't need to to be really you know you don't to, have to have sex with your car anymore exactly they that's what i that? want to say <laughs> it works really well it works really well the only thing that i need to uh and maybe someone on the sh- someone in the audience can tell me this. I haven't looked at the owner's manual because I don't look at that stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, like when you close the car, for some reason I have to press the button twice instead of one time, hmm. and I don't know why that's the case. That like might be a good uh, question for Tom too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's a, if it's a, maybe it's a setting. I don't know. But if it's a default setting, it's kind of stupid. Why isn't it like once? All right, one and push. Should Alex, be let's let's finish off with the spec of your car. Um, did you get the JCW suspension or not? I did not. I got the regular, the sport suspension, not the you know dynamic damper control. Okay. Uh, that gap is that wheel gap is so huge. Yeah. I mean, it's really huge. I don't understand why the need for it, but it's really, really, really huge. Did you fill the, that wheel gap with eighteen-inch wheels? I did the yeah. the black ones. Yeah, the, the black the ones. The two-tone JCW cup spoke wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah the ones exactly, that look yeah. like the old, J, the old GP wheels. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Uh, exactly as well. So, yeah. yeah. Excellent. I'm looking at your car right now on MiniUSA.com, except I put mine with a white roof, and it looks better. <laughs> yeah, it probably <laughs> does. It probably does. <laughs> the, so the one thing that I, I, I think people who own a JCW would probably uh, uh, think it's sacrilege, but I still have to uh, confess to it, hmm. is that I did not pick the JCW seats. You didn't? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> So wow. the reason I didn't, and it's, it has nothing to do with comfort because I know those seats are very comfortable, yeah. is that I could not pass beyond the stripes in the middle of it, okay. and I and they can and it just lacked discretion for me. Like they like they like a little bit of discretion. I mean they are not 
I have to say, like the choice of JSW seats is not great on this on the F86. Okay. And I hope they fix it with the LCI. But it's either the $1,900 seats, shred seats with the that big, you know, red uh, stripe around it, uh, or the cloth seats with that weird stripe, like greenish slash grayish stripe in the middle. Yeah. And I and I don't like it either. Uh, so I I just stick with the leather red seats, sports seats, but. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll regret it, but uh, for now, I think it looks. It just looks better. Okay. Um, what else did you get on your car, Alex? Finish it up. Uh, what else did I get? The rear uh, fog lights, okay. obviously. Uh, well, the LED lights come by default. Uh, I've, yeah, the uh, heads-up display. And so, uh, last year, when before I was invited into, well, actually, no, GB, uh, when we drove it on the, MP. before I drove the car on a MTTS, right. I thought it was a complete gimmick. And once you had it, like for a couple of days, like you can't live without it. Got it. It's it's really it's really well. I think they could put more information on it, but uh, it's really well done for uh, just your speed limit and also for. Um, for navigation, like the nav really reflects really well in the uh, heads-up display, mm-hmm. and uh, especially when you're have, having like to change, like to do a major change in direction, like it's uh, it's really nice. Like they're making really full use of the of the of the display, and it's uh, no, I would recommend it to anyone if if you know if you're thinking about it, just just pick it up. Um, and then the last thing I think is the backup camera. Uh, again, like I think. It's gonna take some, like even though, like I I look at it, uh, like it's I still don't trust it for some mm. reason because okay. I've been, you know, I I've always used cars without like a backup camera, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I would, you know, I don't know if still it doesn't see everything. So uh, for instance, I was backing up into a into a, um, like a parking spot, and you know, sometimes before you reach the sidewalk, there is this 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 like thing of uh, concrete that they put be- between the space and uh, and the sidewalk. I don't know if you see what I'm talking about. DB. I think I know what you're talking about. And it, yeah. and, what? Okay. You you see, you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. And so it falls like right under the the bumper, right? Like if you if you if you if you pull back and it, and then you, you your uh, tires like touch it, right? Oh, okay. And so and so if I hadn't see if I, I didn't see it. And so the backup camera, like, you know, identified it for me. Uh, otherwise, I would have, like, backup, like, really fast and probably, like, jump all over it and probably destroy my bumper and my exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that was one first good use for it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, and <clears throat> have you had a chance to, I mean, you're still under break and you've only had the car for a little bit more than a week as of we record this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've had it like for, uh, we recorded this, I had it like for three days, four days, and I only drove it like for two days. Okay. Uh, I did a couple of, I went to Santa Cruz from San Francisco, and uh, the, for those living in the San Francisco area, the Pescado Road. So it's a really nice stretch of uh, of mountain road, and it's really, was really, really fun. Uh, initial observation, obviously, the car is really fun to drive. It's fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes, it sounds really nice. The things, and again, like on driving dynamics, I need to drive it more to have like a really good assessment of it. But, you know, my opinion of it is the same one that I had last year following the press event. Things that I don't like that are like highly noticeable is the tires are really bad. I mean, it's, 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 I don't know, maybe I don't have the same uh, run flats that Todd has, but uh, uh, 
they are really limiting the car. Um, their okay. threshold is really low, so you can you push the limit of the tires like fairly quickly. Okay. And they are so hard that it makes like the golf drive like a rolls, uh, honestly. Really? Or uh, or Bentley? I don't know. Wow. But it's uh yeah th- those run threads are really really bad. Uh, I don't know why they keep offering them. Um, so on your short list of immediate things to do is to replace the tires. Yeah, I probably I'm probably gonna do that, and then you know store those tires somewhere for or resell them. I don't know who who would buy those tires, and honestly, right. But uh, yeah, it makes the car. Plus, it's uh, I mean, we all know like Mini is not the best built car in the world, and so because those tires are really really hard, added to that this is the sport suspension. Like mm. it's it makes the ride like really rough, and the entire cabin, you know. Uh, not rattle because it's just like a week old, but in the bad streets of San Francisco, <laughs> at some point it's going to start rattling like pretty hard. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, and it's going to start making you crazy and start yelling at um, uh, Caltrans for the crap state of roads in California. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. Uh, aside from this front bumper, you know, it's the eternal, you know, critic. Yep. I guess. Um, and then the rest is a. Uh, no, the rest is good. Like, and also the fuel tank. Oh my god, the fuel tank is really small. Right, like but a thimble. That's yeah, exactly. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, I I stopped twice at the, already at the. Granted, I didn't drive slowly, but like twice at the gas station. Like in 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 you know two three days, it's ridiculous. Wow, that seems a little. That does seem a little ridiculous. So overall, what's your what's your early impressions? You I know you've had a you had one good drive down the coast, uh, through the Santa Cruz Mountains, which is a really quick blast uh, in Northern California. So what do you think of the car so far, Alex? I think the car is. I think the car is good. I think if there's anyone thinking about about like you know on the fence for it with his, uh, you know against the Golf GTI, I think I I would recommend the probably recommend the JCW. Uh, but I think it's a car that has room for lots of improvement. Uh, and I cannot wait. You know, given what we've seen with the. Uh, the JCW, what was it called again? You know, the one that's only released for the UK. Oh, the yeah, the challenge car. Yeah, the challenge car. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with the uh, with the GP. Honestly, with the GP3, if it ever comes out, uh, I think it's gonna be a fantastic car. Yes, I would have to agree. Excellent. Well, yeah. Alex, congratulations yeah. on the new JCW. Well, thank you, thank you. And if uh, anybody has any questions, uh, you know, just shoot us an email at uh, feedback at Wetroof Radio. Also, I'd like to thank the the guys from Media of San Francisco. Uh, because I know it's it's a really hard time for mini dealers right now. <laughs> They've been really nice to me. Uh, so, you know, go check them out. I know they have some bad reviews on Yelp, but I think the people who work there are very different from the people who used to work there. Mm, so, yeah. uh, go, go give them a chance. They are really, they're really good people. And, uh, and tell, uh, you know, if you want to talk to someone, tell Chris or Alejandro you come from, from Annex, and uh, they'll help you out. Tell Alejandro that Alejandro sent you. Exactly. That's what you said. <laughs> Very nice, Alex. Congratulations. I'm super happy. Um, so now that we are a two JCW house, and, and I'll actually probably count Chad's cars, JCW almost two with all the mods he's got on it. So I'm just last last holdout for the low, ho- low horsepower cars. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, I see you in uh, maybe in Phoenix or in, uh, or in uh, Vegas and uh, you can, you know, take a, a drive in it. That'd be nice. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be fantastic. That's something Todd never let me. Todd never let me drive his cars. Well, it's fine. Like I'll let, you never, know, you know, I let you drive my car. He, he right, never so. let me. He never let me drive his GP. Oh my god! I know. And I saw it. I saw it when he bought it. I was practically oh there. I saw him in Vegas. He, you know, so I saw him like two days after he bought it, and he didn't even let me drive it. 
Unbelievable. Dude. I don't know. That's it's what I said. It's, uh, it's unacceptable. Yeah. Well, well what are you going to do? You know what? There's one other thing, Alex, and I, I'm really glad you got your GP and, or JCW, and I can't wait to tell more about it, especially after you drive some of those roads you showed me. The one thing that we didn't talk about and we've kind of skipped over is that scrambler com- concept. Did we talk about that last week? I don't think we talked about it, actually. Uh, we, we skimmed through it uh, very quickly, I think. Uh, or the, maybe you said you'd buy it, I think. Uh, I think I would buy this. It's the Clubman All 4. That looks like a a beetle that's been lifted with dirt tires. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was badass. It looks like the it made me think of the Audi uh, All Road, yeah, you know, the A4 yeah. All Road. Like yeah. it's a nice car, also it looks nice. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I think it's really cool. Anyway, I what, just, what are those <clears> tires on the on the picture? They're they're, they're knobby. They're knobby dirt tires. Who knows? They're uh, what are they? Pirellis? They're I'm not sure. There's some kind of off road tire. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That gray is not like a. Is it, is it like a matte paint? I think it is, right? Uh, it's kind of. It also kind of looks a little bit like dark silver. Yeah, it looks bit. nice. I mean, it's a, it's a nice combination with yeah. those wheels and, uh, and the tires. It's yeah, pretty cool. I'd paint that. I'd paint that car red or white all the way. Mm-hmm. Full stop. <laughs> just boom all the way. But anyway, I, I got distracted by shiny things. I apologize. No worries. Don't need to apologize. Uh, I, but I think I think that's about all we had for tonight, isn't it? I think it's pretty much everything. Yeah, next week he'll be uh, back with a full crew, I guess. Yeah, full if crew. Todd can spare the time. If Todd can spare the time, we'll have Todd again next week. Otherwise, uh, we're going to let him continue to get ready for Mini Takes the States. And all you guys are also getting ready for Mini Takes the States. That's super awesome. Uh, Todd's going from. Where is he? Is he going to Detroit? Uh, I think he is. Let I me look starting, at the map. I think he's starting from St. Ignace. I think I can tell if I see the map I can tell you exactly where it's starting from. Yeah. I think is uh I think he's starting from Minneapolis. Yes, he is starting from Minneapolis. That is correct, because Minneapolis is a short drive from him. So you guys will see Todd from Minneapolis going all the rest of the way. If you are looking for motoring badges, um especially the MTTS stuff, he will have a limited supply along the way if you weren't able to get those ordered before because um, you can't order them now. If you order them now, you won't get them in time for the event. Um, so look for Todd after Minneapolis. I don't want to keep saying that wrong. Uh, after Minneapolis, and he should have a, a selection of MTTS uh, badges and stickers and whatnot. Super. Yeah, awesome. and I'm going to be uh, trying to join uh, to join Todd either in uh, Vegas or in uh, Palm Spring. So uh, excellent. I'll be around at least for a stretch of the road, a excellent. tiny stretch. Yeah, so. I don't think I'm going to be able to make any of this one, gang. So everybody have extra fun for me. All right, that's going to be sad. Yeah, I know. But it's, uh... What are you going to do? Um, so that's cool. So I hope everybody has a great time with that. And then something else I wanted to mention one more time, I haven't in a while, is uh, don't forget, is we do have a new show underneath the white roof over at ridebikesradio.com. Myself, Brian Dallas, uh, talking about bicycles and bicycling things. And I'm not saying this because like I'm on the show and because Dbeam is my friend, but <laughs> if I'm uh, – no, honestly, guys, like give it a listen. Like go there. Give it a listen, a couple of listens, in fact. Mm. And it sounds like two guys that have been doing podcasting like forever. Mm. Uh, they are really good chemistry between the two of them. And, you know, I'm actually looking into buying a bike because I live in San Francisco and it's the most convenient way to go to work. Uh, I wish I could drive to work, but I can't. Right. Um, and so they, their advice is really is super useful. You know, DB, you know, rides bikes all the time and... Uh, Brian as well, and in fact, Brian used to own a bike shop. So uh, yeah, he, he used to own a bike shop. He used both... to race. He used to do all the things. 
Yeah, so they really know their stuff. So go go listen and, and give them a re- review also. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs> that again, ridebikesradio.com. Uh, that is the latest show here underneath the white roof. We're at episode number four by the time you hear this, or episode three, four is coming soon. Um, yeah, if you like, go. Uh, we're in all the places that you listen to podcasts already. Stitcher, Google Play Music, we're in uh, the podcast app, we're in Overcast, we're in all the podcast apps. Uh, give us a listen, let us know what you think. If you have any feedback or anything like that, you know, you can leave notes, show notes over at ridebikesradio.com. Super awesome. Thank you. Okay, that's all um, right. Motoringstripes.com. Don't forget motoringstripes.com. Our man Todd over at motoringstripes.com. Although motoringstripes.com is going to be closed for the rest of the month and half of next. Keep that in mind. But normally you'd go over to motoringstripes.com. That's where you get uh, Todd's, Todd's stripes for your car. He actually makes them from scratch. He doesn't like have just a bunch of stripes already cut, like laying around in his shop. He actually, you know, you, he, you place the order and he goes, oh, look, R56, uh, 2008 R56 needs stripes. He makes fresh stripes for you, uh, bags them up, sends them out, and you install them, save some money, and then you get stripes by Todd Pearson on your car. Sweet! Not only that, but you uh, if you leave him a comment over there at motoringstripes.com, you can order a White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit, multiple colors. You can also order the Countryman Boot Protector, super nice piece, and, and other things. So go over there, motoringstripes.com. Check it all out. Because, you know, blank is boring. Blank is boring. Blank is boring. Um, otherwise, now I think we are done. Alex, did you have anything else? Uh, the one last thing is that people, we are working on, I mean, we need to start working on something really cool uh, for show 600. So uh, stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned because we are rapidly approaching episode number 600. 11 years we've been podcasting, or well, 11 years and two months, rather. Um, so Alex is putting together a plan for episode 600. It should be pretty awesome, so pay attention for that. We might have a little bit of an odd schedule for the next couple of weeks just to make sure the timing's right, um, but it'll be an amazing show. And now right. and now we're done. Yes. Perfect. I am done. Yeah. Excellent. So this is the part of the show we're getting. I like to make that funny clicking sound, and then I say... Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead, click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, this is DB. I'm done. A bientôt.